all the new releases I missed, such as God of War and Sonic Frontiers. And that's all I really know about that I've missed. I don't remember I, I, I'm excited for Sonic Frontier 2, but I like how that's in the same conversation as God of War. I mean, they have hello, to be. Hello and welcome. My name is Alex Gonzalez. With me today is my good old friend, Jay. Hey, that's me. And please remember that we are not game devs. How are you doing today, Jay? Why I'm is Sonic good. in the same uh, thought process as God of War? Is it because of release dates or because I mean, you're just as excited? They came out around the same time and they're the last two big releases that I remember. And yeah. those are the those are the two big games I want to play. Let me see how um, I want to play Sonic 2, actually. I, I, I love Sonic. If I tell you about the coin collecting sound, does it go off in your head? The kind of chime? If you say coin collecting sound, I think Mario coin collecting sound, like the ding. Okay, what do you? Okay, when you when you know that Sonic gets hit and his coins fall out, do you know? Do you know what that sound is? The, the ring sounds. Yeah. The yeah. <laughs> and please remember that we are not game devs. I think I already said that. But That's those where I'm at. are not are not the, the sounds Sonics. that we were talking about. Today, we are creating something new. Every week on We Are Not Game Devs, we imagine a brand new video game idea from our minds. Join in on the fun. Be creative. And if you have your own unique video game idea or want to buy a chars, write into at poundgames at gmail.com. Today is my turn to present We Are Not Game Devs 37th plus 200 IP. Let me begin with the basic concept. I don't know if we've done this already. So I'm surprised that we probably haven't doubled up that often. I want to do a game that's kind of like SNL. And what I mean by that is I want a game where we have a dedicated team working and one guest host. That would be in our tour. So for instance, um, High on Life comes out, right? And we have we have an on-site writer. We have an on-site director. We have everything there. And what we're making is little tiny indie games like short games and maybe and then we invite a guest so justin roiland comes on and he writes and does the direction for this small game that releases every month or and what you you have is in this game you have a limited release game that comes out every month that's featured by somebody else hideo kojima comes on he has a direction takes a game in a completely different way Someone else comes on. All of a sudden, Todd Howard comes on, and then we have a different game that releases. So it would be a guest star comes on every single month, and with that guest, something new happens. Do you get me? It doesn't even have to be limited to game creators. It can be voice actors, right? If you have Troy Baker come on, all of a sudden, maybe there'll be some humor about it, but then he'll his voice would be in different parts. So imagine a game with a guest star and an almost rotating cast, but it's also coming out a new game every month that is like a small game. What do you think so far? So imagine dreams, but very limited in scope. You know what I'm saying? SNL. Mm-hmm. I kind of get it somewhat. Uh, there has to be an end date, right? Like we'll do this. For yes, like it would be. It wouldn't be supported for very long unless it became an institution, right? Unless it took off. So I was thinking that it could be something where it's free to play, but with a membership or something, you know? I I see it as more like 
you buy you buy the season and then you get 12 games type of thing. And I think it would be cool and and you can do all kinds of stuff where you can invite uh different people from different aspects of media into the games and write them in as well. I I think this is how it'll have to be done. Um we wouldn't be able to use specific okay okay this is how it would have to be done if this was to actually happen first off it would have to be exclusive to a console uh Mm -hmm. i think the i think playstation is the easiest to do this but xbox could now with all the people new under their belt what we could do is one for each and this be kind of like a a project that we like pitch to both companies they're both aware we're doing them one for both maybe one pays us more to do it season one for them first and then season two the next year or whatever right and what Mm -hmm. it would be is yeah we cherry pick Small teams from each of that studio's developing companies. And yeah, they each have a small side project and they can take it in whatever way they want. They can make anything from something short and cinematic and crazy and epic or just a tiny little arcade indie game. And they all have their own way of doing it. Because I don't think these games are going to be long, but they can still be of quality. And I think that's going to be the appeal is you'll be like, oh, the month just came out. They're going to come out with a new game and it's going to be fun. And I'll yeah. sit down and play it. I can finish it in one sitting. Like or I can imagine the Naughty Dog one will have that's the one that would have Troy Baker and Nolan North in it because they already have those connections. And then that one would be maybe it's just like a character walking down a hallway while crazy shit happens to them in that instance or one crazy really cool set piece with characters that we don't even know or ever ever seen before you know what i mean Um, yeah the problem that i see coming in with this is that some companies might use it as like a demo for an upcoming game but maybe we could be like it has to be like what the what the studio head would have to say like to to naughty dog and to insomniac and to uh uh media or uh was it media molecule or whatever what they would have Mm -hmm. to tell them is this could kind of be a way for you to help one of your shining developers like show off a new simple idea and then to do something and then they would incorporate whatever was in that in their next game type of thing yeah and i mean there this could be also a way for developers to have a fun time with each other without necessarily having to commit. Amy Hennig gets off a game or she's been working on something else. She doesn't have to necessarily make a new game right away, but can, you know, write on our limited series and create like a really cool idea. Maybe it's a twilight zone idea, you know, 
or someone can create a game. I, I don't know. I think this could this could be ripe for a lot of fun little ideas that wouldn't work in a full fledged thing, or or complicated or artistic ideas that you wouldn't want to play lots of. You know, no some some ideas you don't want to play forty hours of, yeah. but it's a cool experience. Yeah. I mean, like something maybe, I, and I know I'm throwing it out there and this is weird. It's just coming from my mind, but something like almost like Pixar shorts where maybe there's a high school drama where um, uh, uh, somebody gets their period for the first time and you have to deal with questions and, and drama about that. So, you yeah. know, things like that, that you w- who wants to do that for 60 hours. However, for something like two, it'd be fun. I definitely see it more like a Pixar shorts situation where it's just a short story or a small video game idea that they right. want to just test out or just thought would be cute. Like, you know how there's games like Gang Wars. That, and obviously, I'm not saying that those are easy to make, but just like smaller, more arcadey things where they could te- maybe they'll use it as a test bed for something that they're using in a bigger game and see it function in another application. Yeah. And, and, you know, and then eventually we can have holiday bundles where you can pay for your favorite games that you've missed or do recaps, you know, or um, lump in different games of different genres that have come out and highlight them again. Maybe have them- I, I don't think we're going to have enough games to do. I think it's literally you pay 60 bucks, you get 12 games one a month over a year and then that's it for playstation and then we go to xbox and then they'll have their right. 12 games and we'll go to nintendo they'll have their 12 games and we could even go to steam and then maybe that's where we'll start shining and we'll just get all these indie developers start to do it a lot more by then what's what's but, cool about steam too is we could then create um because on steam i would just love it for a developer to come in and just make a sandbox of mod tools so then yeah. users can then make their own games but nothing to well we know with dreams that doesn't work so instead of doing that i wanted to i mean not not that it doesn't work it wasn't popular it does work excuse me and i'm sorry well i think uh, but what the, i mean is what the, i found is when users create games we find that just like the show we are not game devs we don't know what exactly we we can't put that magic in yeah. Us users don't have it. However, if there's specialists who already know what the magic is, they can create small little projects that would be lots of fun. Yeah. I, I don't mean to take away from your idea, but I think the closest example we have that's live and running right now would be the Playdate, the uh, handheld system. With what the about crate. Super Mario Maker? Like, for instance, it's small, but like if there's user, there's developer created levels on there that are fantastic Yeah, where you're just playing Mario for a little bit. Or um, if you want to think about it a little bit more is something like uh, one episode of a Telltale game. So what I'm not saying is instead of making a whole overarching story, imagine how poignant it could be to have a telltale game like story where it's just one episode. Right. Well, where I was going with the play date example is that is exactly what play date does. Every drop they drop like I think it is once a month they drop a new game made by a different developer. So they had uh, the the newest game 
by um why am I blanking on his name right now? The Return of Oberdin guy, the guy who made um uh freaking Papers Please. What is that dude's name? I forget. I I've missed all those games. Yeah, Me whatever that them, dude's name is, them. his newest game is a Playdate exclusive. And I think the guy who made Braid and The Witness, I think he also has a game on Playdate. And like uh, that's exactly what Playdate's doing is like a developer, like a small time developer makes like the small experience that is for this handheld system with a crank and it has to use the crank or it doesn't have to use the crank. There's no rules. It's just a small game that is released once a month type of thing. And they have season two coming some other time. And then they uh, you could buy season one and I think you could buy the game's priest meal as well. Um but I, I kind of see it like that, where it's like it, we ask it, these developers to work on this. They have like a year or two years to do it. We'd have to give them at least two years, I guess. So we'd have to come up, come up to the PlayStation and be like, hey, there's a project for everyone in your you could give it to whoever wants to get it. And then, yeah, one game a month for a year. And if we, we could do some fun stuff with Blue Point. Um, Naughty Dog. I wonder. I'm just trying to think of the games that would that would come out. See, that's the thing is we don't know, but I think this is where it would spawn a lot more different creations where you don't necessarily have to have something that's going to be super successful. Exactly. Another good idea that we take could take this game in a completely different direction if you want is the second thing that we said or that you mentioned a little while ago about telltale where instead what we do is we come up to the uh producer like sony or xbox and be more like listen we have we come up with a season, we come up with a story, we come up with a universe, kind of like what George R. Uh, Martin did for Elden Ring. We have this set world with its set universes. You you give this to 12 development teams that you want and let them tell whatever story they want. But they have to use this universe, these rules, um, and you could make up all the characters and stuff. And then you just bring it through us and then we'll make sure this story all makes sense. And it's all actually canonical, but it like, it doesn't have to be a full game. It could be 20 minutes long. It could be two hours long. Uh, the experience. Yeah. And we would just experience. have, instead of a writing guide, we would have almost like uh, a universe codex where it yeah. gives, it lays out the basic rules and laws of this universal world that we're making. Exactly. So we we come up with like a like a universe with its own set of rules, laws and a story that's taking place in this universe that we write about. And then we present that to 12 different small development teams. And it doesn't necessarily have to be like maybe some people from Naughty Dog are friends with people from Insomniac and they want to work together and make a game together like for this uh, project. And these 12 small teams make 12 different games but they all take place in the same universe but they take it in whatever genre that they want to take it in 
Maybe we could even make the universe in the engine and have assets already pre-ready. Like we'll have universe spaces already ready for them to work with. And then if they don't want to use that engine, they could like make a 2D game instead if they like just take our assets, pre-assets, and then uh, 2Dify them. Like that's, they have the freedom to do that, but maybe we can also develop like the universe's worlds already made in an engine ready for them to and go. i think that's fine and it kind of aligns with the sketch show idea because besides snl there are sketch shows that have a pre-based universe already set and then they use those prompts like um this is gonna date me but the amanda show hmm. or that one nickelodeon show that was about toys if you remember that one and that was no, like comic zone i think oh i know what you're talking about yeah so we can do something like that where there's a pre-universe and then someone comes in and creates it because what's great is there's going to be different lenses where Atlas developers are going to come and they're going to make a game that's centered around a bar, right? There's going to be somebody drinking, somebody eating kind of thing. All of their games are based around some kind of central hub like that. Um I could see a detective game happening, um, maybe something like Sin City happening in that same world versus a driving game or what have you. And I think this could be right for little adventures because we both talked about wanting to dive into a new game just to experience something new for four to five hours to then dip out. Right. You're playing God of War. You're 32 hours in. You're like, this is great, but I just want to wet my my beak in something new. Yeah, uh, I I like the latter idea that we're talking about a little bit more where, yeah, we'll go up to Sony and be like, listen, we have this universe. We want 12 short games and it has to be under this length, but it could be up to this length type of thing. Um, and make it give most of the freedom that you want to the developers. Let any team form. It'd be a very creative project for your developers. Uh, we'll have a t- team of like lore specialists that will like help you along the way. And we built the world in an engine. Feel free to use all those assets or use none of them. No worries there. And then we could do the same thing for Xbox, the same thing for Nintendo. Uh, doesn't have to be, maybe each time we bring it to a different source will give them the same universe and then they all play around with it and then season two will give a new universe with new rule set and stuff like that type of thing you know what i mean so xbox and playstation and nintendo all have the same universe to work with um and they could work with it how they will type of thing yeah i think this could be something special now for music i was thinking that we for the most part we have an in-house band that we can use. But on top of that, we don't limit them. They can use any music that they want if they think there's better music out there, but we would have a band on deck to play this music. And eventually this band will get really good at knowing this universe's vibe or taking direction, you know? Yeah. So that I don't know. That's just where I'm kind of thinking of it. What what do you think about having kind of that in-house band? And then if they want to synthesize their own music, they're absolutely able to. Um, 
I'm I'm down for yeah us having one us having like a I wouldn't call it a band but more just like a ensemble or like an orchestra that's in-house and then Uh they'll make all the music for every single game and every single universe and they're part of the creation process where when we're creating the universe for the first season um they're involved creating the soundtrack to that universe yeah 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 all right by virtue of what this game is i don't think it's gonna have one central look right no, but I think it'll all have a cer- certain vibe. So, like, if you say cyberpunk, you kind of have a vibe in mind. If I say steampunk, you have a vibe in mind. You know what I mean? So, I think w- right. when we create this universe, like, like Star Wars, it has, like, this vibe to it. Lord of the Rings has a vibe to it. So, like, when we create the universe, Elden Ring has a vibe. Like, we'll we'll create the vibe that we're going for, and then when we send out our lore people to the developer teams um they could be like well they wouldn't use this these colors because it's not like that world type of thing so maybe we'll even have a template color palette template Mm -hmm. that is like these are the primary colors we want you to use but you could feel free to go whatever way with it so i think the look can vary in art style but i think there's going to be a through line in all the games in terms of it will all feel like it is from the same universe, even if the art style is completely different. Like you could look at, uh, let's take, I don't know, freaking take Pokemon. For example, you look at the anime, you look at the video games and you look at the, the card game, Right. And they all have a different art style, but they all feel like that weird, super smooth, very clean, that no texture uh, type of vibe throughout all of them. You know what I mean? Like it all looks the same, even if it's all different art styles. Uh-huh. Right, right, right. So now that we have that down, it's yeah. So we'd have, I guess. In terms of a sound guide, we'd also have to have a style like. I think that you could still and I think we could still have the freedom where let's say someone makes a game in a bar. Right. And someone's like, I want to make a 2D 8-bit game. Well, then a player is going to play on a 2D 8-bit game in the universe, you know, so we can still have different looks to it in that. Yeah. Okay. So, what kind of pricing are you thinking about for this game? I think it would just have to be like, yeah, either 60 or 70 dollars. And that's you getting all 12 games of that year. Um, and then maybe if you enter that onto the website and you make an account or whatever, you get a discount if you want the Xbox and Nintendo ones and whatever, wherever we go type of thing and then maybe on steam you could have all of them at once because it doesn't matter except for maybe nintendo because they won't let that happen um or steam will have its own set of games as well maybe even and then those could be released on console but then i think you could also be able to buy them 
Um, no, yeah, it would, I think it'd just be 60 bucks. And then, yeah, you could go onto our website and get a discount for the other versions if you want. All right. That sounds good to me. I agree with that. 60 to $70, full pop here. All right, Jay, get your time around because we're going to name this game. On a small side, we were, we're in this trend of doing fully priced games. But uh, there was a time where they were just thirty dollars, thirty to forty dollar games. We were we were dishing out. That is true. Go. Also, Chiquita sounds um, frightening. <laughs> that's not Chiquita. That's our neighbor's dog. I don't know if it's gonna pull up. Okay. I'm thinking this um, game is gonna have to have a name like what uh, Supermassive is doing right now with the Dark Pictures anthology. I think it's gonna have to have a name like. The stories of long <laughs> that's a, ago. That's what they call. That's what they call. Um, it's another name for soap operas. Ma, you watching your stories? <laughs> I don't know why I went with that accent. Um, uh, let's the see. tales from before. The 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 lore from another. The lore from another from another mother. Um, Stories from a distant what, land. What if we call it one shots? So instead of it being like manga one shots, you know, where an artist will create just a story really quick. These are game one shots, right? Yeah, but that's if, it were, if we were taking the old idea. This is all going to be continuation of one universe. And so they're not. It like is one, one universe, but still going to be one shot in that universe, right? It's going to be 12 um, shots. In that one universe. shot, two shot, three shot, twelve shot. Um, <sighs> tales from other dimensions, tales from other universes. Tales from other universes, tales from other dimensions. Um, I'm 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 drawing a blank. I can't think of a name for this game. A page from another book. <laughs> what do they call it when? Um, a page from another book. It's video games. Um, let me see here. Hold on. I'm, I'm going to come up with something here. We'll, we'll see. We'll get there. Okay. What if we call it Game Soup? That's such a gross name. <laughs> so I searched up synonyms for a variety and soup came up. <laughs> um, what if we call it um, Game Flux? Fluctuation, short for fluctuation. That's fluctuations in this universe. 
Now we do the classic old we are not game devs thing where we change the game to fit some name because we don't have a name. So we're going, okay, 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 okay. The guy always wears a red shirt. Redland. <laughs> we always do this. Um oh, I got one. Mishmash. That's such a like the problem with it is it makes it feel like this is gonna be some indie game. Okay, how about this? Multiplicity. I don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> uh, um, Universal Medley. Incongruity. What if we call it just like, just like stories, tales? There's already games like that called Tales. So many. Tales uh, of Symphonia. Parables. Tales from the Borderlands. Parables makes it all of a sudden people are going to be writing about Jesus and stuff. <laughs> I feel. <laughs> Does it? Am I wrong? Does parables have kind of a religious? It uh, definitely, that's a religious uh, connotation. How about what's another st- word for story? For story. Okay, um, I what got about you. Just lore. There's a just... podcast about that. Um, oh, how about this anecdote? They're not really making an anecdote. Folk tales. I like folk tales, but I feel like there is a naughty game called folk tale. What? Spiel. Spiel? Yes, spiel. I don't know what that means. You never heard the spiel? Hmm. Okay. A tall tale. Tall tales. I feel it doesn't have to be tall tales, though. Um, the long and short of it. The long and short of it. Um, Stay a while and play. <laughs> Memoirs. Legends. People love using that. Wow, I found long and short of it in the Citadel story. <laughs> Is that where you're going? Is that where you're using? You know uh, what? We'll, we'll say the long and short of it. The long and short of it in six minutes and 57 seconds. Wow, thanks for hanging in there, guys. The long and short of it is a variety game where we release 12 games in 12 months, all with different creators. We give them the universe, 
Give them the toolbox, they can use all of it or none of it, and create a video game that will be released just for you to play in short bursts. Alright, so I think we have a game here, Jay. What do you think? Would this be a game you'd want to play and is it fun? I think it would have to depend on the universe specifically, but I, I think I would give it a... It's a pirate universe. Oh, 100% then. But I would give it a shot, you know, like if it's like f- new creations from Neil Druckmann and uh, uh, I can't think of any other directors right now. Cody something. Todd Howard. Well, I'm ta- trying to think of PlayStation directors. Oh, uh, who did God of War? I can't think of it right now. Oh, Corey Barlog. Corey Barlog. I knew it started with the C. Um, but yeah, and then <laughs> I don't know why, but he just makes a game about the axe, like flying through the air, chopping through people. Uh, it, it'll be fun to see all the different games, but um, maybe not at release. Maybe I'll wait until all twelve come out at once, type of thing. You can definitely do that. I think this would be something that's really interesting. I think I'd start off strong. Forget about it. Like if some game like Pokemon came out for four months, then jump back in later. Right. When people and tell me about like games that are really cool. Definitely. Now that we have a complete game, what game studio would you assign to be able to make the long and short of it the best? I mean, Sony, Microsoft, well, this is, maybe Nintendo. This is the thing. Yeah. I, I mean, we're talking about game studios. So, you, you know, first party games. This is where Xbox, I don't know if Rare is still a thing, but they. this is where all the first parties get to shine, right? Yeah. And you know what would be I great? Think it, I think Could you imagine better. Bungie from Sony? Yeah. Bungie just going ahead and throwing a game in there? But what I think would be better instead of it being like Bungie and Naughty Dog and stuff like that is if they get to mix and match people from different teams. Like if some people from Bungie and some people from Naughty Dog come together and make a game for it, or like over on Microsoft's side, if like some people from Bethesda wanted to make a game with people at Obsidian and they want to mix the, mix the employee pool a little bit. Like, I think that'd be more fun if it's not from yeah, I wanted developers. it to be something fun. You know, when somebody guest stars on a variety show, it's, it's a fun time. They're there as a guest they're hosting, but they're also trying to express themselves. Right. Yeah. So it could be like the graphics designer from, uh, naughty dog is going to work on a game that's written from someone that wrote, the God of War game, and then also all the the f- physics and gunplay is by the main physics person from Bungie type of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. I think that would create more cross-collaboration and be a good time where it's not so serious. I mean, what would what what would happen if, let's say, uh, Xbox buys Activision Blizzard, and then you have like the teams from Treyarch mixing with the teams from Blizzard? You know? Yeah. 
And with that, our 237th IP has gone gold. We hope you look forward to this experience. That will definitely never release. We have a Patreon. If you'd like to give us extra support, please head over to patreon.com slash wearenotgamedevs. For just a dollar, patrons receive episodes early and an extra podcast at the beginning, which you caught the tail end of our conversation at the beginning of this episode. That's patreon.com slash wearenotgamedevs. Like, rate, and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. And if they ask for a review... Instead of reviewing our show, become your inner game critic and review the long and short of it, the video game we just created. Thank you for joining us today. We'll be back next Friday with another new IP. Again, my name is AG. And I'm Ye. Thank you, and please remember that we are not game devs. I had this idea rolling around in my head for a long time, and I thought it'd be cool. It's literally only an idea that can happen in the midst of our show, you know? Yes. I was definitely very much like i do not know how this would end up working but we made it work but oh real life this could never happen that that's why i was like within this is one of those ideas that within the confines of our show would only be a game that we can create right so i thought it'd be cool yeah it was cool